0: Would you like Welcome, dear readers, to Cover My Ass, where baffling books are reviewed, but not read, by yours truly. My
1: name is Kaki. And I'm Kay. And remember, we only judge a book by its cover. And today's book is by Anne McGaffrey. It's called Serve It Forth. Ah, yes, today's
0: book is is sublime, because today is a... Dear readers at home, we all know that that this is a a very special time of year for a lot of people. I don't know when exactly people are going to be listening to this, but we're airing it a a few days after our favourite holiday... Tom Balcock's Eve. Yes. Celebrated on the 23rd of December in Mousehole in Cornwall. Hello, Cornwall. And nowhere else. Exactly. Celebrating a legendary figure
1: that went out to fish... First recorded, I think, in nineteen twenty seven. Did the story say if there anything happened when he went out fishing on the twenty third of December? I mean it was a bad storm. Yes, but did he return victorious? He returned with fish. That's good because they go were out fishing. Yeah, they were they were hungry. And okay. so then they had they had uh, And that's why they celebrated, because he went out in the storm and got food for everybody. That sounds amazing, yeah.
0: Right. Good for him. So in the spirit of Tom Balcock's Eve now just to catch the readers at home up on the unnecessary uh, well it's not exactly lore that sprung up at the moment like we're on a bit of an adventure I have built a tricycle with a back seat so I've been I've been tricycling us around your wondrous library hmm. uh, so I can finally discover a, a, a little bit more I hope, the, I hope the ride's been a bit comfortable it's I made sure you been ha- a little
1: bit bumpy especially when you went over the speed bumps but yeah yeah I don't get why there's speed bumps in a and library some building code they're very small wheels for a tricycle look the wheels are great I didn't say they were bad so
0: in the spirit of Tom Bolcox Eve, yes. I have taken the liberty of a foraging for some for some food for a little feast for us. Oh, good! That's so, amazing. And my idea was that fish. I huh? fish spoilers okay so my idea was that i would present some of the dishes that i'm able to prepare for us to enjoy oh that sounds fantastic alongside this story that we're going to read which is going to involve a lot of food yes yes serve it forth cooking with anne McCaffrey. she's a a very famous writer in the speculative fiction Mm -hmm. genres i believe dragon riders of pern yes that's her
1: most famous series
0: far from her only one uh, she has a formidable
1: legacy Yeah, yeah she wrote a lot more than that She was, she was a grandmaster of, ooh, what was it? Flower arrangement. (laughs) Really? Yes, she started with the aesthetic monks. What are you talking about now? Never mind. Great joke. Yes, love thank it. You. So if you look
0: down at your podcasting device, you should should be seeing the cover of today's book, and otherwise you can check the show notes for an image and a link, check our Twitter, we're Cover My Cast, or you can visit covermyascast.com and find episode fifty-two, uh, where we discuss Serve It Forth, cooking with
1: Anne McCaffrey. So on the cover we have the Grand Mistress herself standing in front of a scrumptious spread of food. I mean, there is a classic turkey and uh, and we have lots of little dragons and bigger dragons. Yes, I thought all was over the deli- place. Yeah, she's yes. having a little dragon party, and she's got
0: a she's got a little one on her shoulder, just a little ickle ickle little dragon. Yeah, and
1: there's the blue and the green one attacking the I think it's a penna with meatballs, and she looks say. so delighted as she's
0: presenting this spread to her her dragon friends. And so coming into the book, I thought it was going to be just this lovely sort of pastoral, sumptuous romp through just the the pleasures of life and a, and a kind of a low stakes story. Yes. Um, I was reminded. Well, there were
1: steaks, but, you know. <laughs> yes. Uh, and delicious ones. So what's that green thing that the bronze dragon on the right is eating? Brussels sprouts. Isn't that that's a very big Brussels sprout? No, it's multiple Brussels sprouts. Oh, I suppose there is, yeah. I mean, that's, I mean a, that's my hypothesis looking at it. That's how I would eat a bunch of Brussels sprouts. If you were a dragon. Mm. I mean, I usually, like, shred them and then, like, toss them up with a little bit of uh, bacon bits and toasted also almonds. Lovely. A little bit of cilantro on there. Oh, and, wow. And, funnily enough, a splash of maple syrup to round it all off. The sweetness of the maple syrup... Syrup. Mm-hmm. really complements the bitterness of the brussels sprouts uh, see i like it with a bit of butter just whole boiled yeah.
0: tradition okay right yeah. and just a bit of butter sure. or like baking grease that can that can oh, work yeah. sometimes well, as, like uh, i never enjoyed them as a child and i used to attribute that yeah. uh, so brussels sprouts to my mother might one day listen to this podcast and I don't want her to think that I criticise her cooking. <laughs> but I also discovered the Brussels sprouts of our childhood at oh, yes, a of a certain age yeah, yeah. have been, like, that is almost an entirely different uh, uh, taste
1: experience. Yeah, yeah, they've been totally toned down in their in their bitterness and their less pleasing flavours. I once got the opportunity to um, uh, study them from a close distance when a field that I picked to land my parachute in turned out not to be the grass <laughs> field which I thought it was when I was at a 1,000 feet and I had to pick a landing location. It turned out to be a Brussels sprout field which made for a very interesting landing. <laughs> Skydiver problems. How That's, did you make out? It uh, was fine. I mean, I did go head over tits. But Any I, landing you can walk away exactly. from. Exactly. So, yeah, um, the dimension-hopping giggle witch Anne McGaffrey <laughs> teleports into a sleepy town in medieval France to delight the townsfolk's upper crust with a sumptuous dinner spread. But when one of the guests is murdered, Miss McCaffrey must use all her magical cooking skills to uncover the truth and find the proof in the pudding. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that is not what would you expect when you see this, this cover? Mainly because I wouldn't expect the upper crust of uh, a French medieval town to look like dragons, but we'll get to that point in later. Yes,
0: yes, yes, exactly.
1: There's a there's a sleepy medieval town, and it's uh, uh, the town of
0: Poinçon Esprit. Mm-hmm. Now, this is a town that has a has an interesting pedigree. It is famous for the 1951 mass poisoning of Poincent Esprit. That's after this book takes place. Where, according to various sources, either they had
1: ergot poisoning, which mm-hmm.
0: I think is the type of fungus that… Yes, happens. it grows
1: and rides. It, it, it's usually a black substance. I think it actually contains LSD. Yes, that is the other hypothesis that yes. they were just massively dosed by the mm. CIA. I think the ergot actually produces a substance, which is like a… Oh fun. Yeah.
0: Should uh, we be mentioning uh, that on our internet radio program?
1: don't see why this would be a problem. Yeah, it's not like well. people have access to... Rye fields where they can then go and harvest the black mouldy grains and then like eat them to get poisoned by and yeah I mean it's what they say about absinthe like oh just the worm, the wormwood supposedly like has a, a psychedelic effect but you'll die of alcohol poisoning long before you get up to any relevant uh, doses oh, yeah. of yeah, yeah, uh, wormwood yeah. the green fairy ver- oh mm. in French la fée verte mm. vert or verte do you say the t I think that it's, it's, it's French you don't pronounce half the letters oh anyway. come on I mean that's only a recent thing like take the French word for bird oh it's yeah Oiseau. It's spelled O-I-S-E-A-U, and none of the letters are uh, pronounced the way uh, they're spelled. My French is is decades old at this
0: point. I mean, since secondary school, where... Well, at uh, least you go to Paris every once in a while. I have had the privilege of going to Paris yeah. a few times, I've, uh, which I've which I've really enjoyed, and I've got family in the in the Champagne region, hmm. Champagne, as yeah. they say for
1: some reason. But I've had the pleasure of going to France several times, mainly for skiing, and we have an, an interesting variety of mutual friends down there. We do have an interesting variety. Bonjour, of friends nos amis. Yeah. Bonbon, hon, hon
0: napoli. <laughs> oh, <no, laughs> okay, nice. so into this this sleepy town of Pont Saint Esprit, Point Saint Esprit. Sorry,
1: Point. Point. Pont is
0: bridge, point, point is point, yes. saint is saint, and esprit is the spirit. Yes, so the point of the spirit. Yeah, I guess, saint, spirit, point. Uh, uh, and it's in uh, the year of our Lord, 1484, which in French is... Oh, try and render that in French. Oh, um...
1: 1484 in French. Yeah, hang on. Uh, that would be uh, <laughs> 1484. <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, <laughs> right.
0: yes It's thousand four. 400, In 1484, the uh, town square of Pointe-Saint-Esprit splits open with a great big portal and a great big storm and from it descends the uh, dimension-hopping Giggle Witch.
1: Whatever the that fuck that means. Like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's not the same as a Cackle Witch.
0: But you sort of imagine like a, a, a Mary Poppinsian figure descending yes. from, from a crack in the, in, in the heavens. Just holding a big roasting skillet. She repels down a lightning bolt with a ladle I'm, I'm, I'm kind of impressed with her because she arrives with no preamble she has nothing with her except her cooking supplies but wherever she lands apparently she's immediately treated with reverence just by the sheer charisma that she's able to and wield
1: basically invited into the mayor's house where she introduces herself to the
0: what is the french word for mayor
1: I wouldn't be surprised if it's mayor, really? I don't know. it's French. half the words in English were borrowed from French, fair enough well, borrowed i say it's like more like mugged in an alleyway le maire, yeah, mayor mayor or provost m a i r e so she introduces herself to le maire of Point saint esprit yes. and having no.
0: Pedigree and certainly on a difficult day like this in a, in a town that has its own own, own troubles, he is not immediately inclined to open his doors to a stranger. So she she realized she has to impress him with uh, with some of her magically endowed
1: cooking. Yes, she goes and takes over the local bakery and like uh, ah yeah. has a little uh, I love talk with scene. the baker and like talks him into allowing him to use his uh, supplies and his ovens. Yes, and uh, he comes up with the uh, tart transformation, which explains the dragons. Yes, because.
0: Obviously he has it he has it tried by one of his tasters first who immediately transforms into rather a handsome duck person yes it becomes sort of clumsy, but after a second taste, it then becomes a frog person, which some would say is more appropriate for French. But so the Tarte de Transformation, the the, the little transformation cakes, people could, like, they could kind of have fun with, just It'll based on them. the on the shape in which it was presented, to kind of figure out, like, what they were going to be transformed into. It was a bit of a party game. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. And seeing how well this, this worked, immediately, of course, the mayor of, what do we say? Pont saint that's one. He wanted this, this woman in his kitchen yes. to deliver his, uh, whatever the French equivalent of, Tom Bocock's Eve's meal. Immediately threw a party
1: for, I wouldn't say the bourgeois, but the local, whatever it was called. The, yeah,
0: uh, he, he specifically invited some of the high-status locals. The senior clergyman, Frère Jacques. Yeah. Uh, uh, Brother Jack.
1: Yes, the local interior decorator, uh, Alain <laughs>
0: What a narrow joke! Yes, what a great interior decorator, A l'intérieur, There's a bit of a pun there yeah, uh, for, for those of us who speak French. So well, speaking of puns, uh, I mean, we'd sort of known him in English as Peter Piper, but in French, it's Peter Piper.
1: That sounds.
0: I recognise it. It's it's related to two French verbs, and one uh, of them means farting,
1: and the other one means uh, blowjobbing. Oh, okay, that's it's like it's a bit of a bing then.
0: I'm editing the fuck out of that. <laughs> Yeah, there's no way that's going yes. to stay in a local famous writer, Anna Graham. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, yes. She's a celebrated author. Yes. I'm sure that Anne McCaffrey had uh, had a lot in common with her. I think there was a little bit of uh, I mean, she's obviously the self-insert. Herself in, in, yes, and the fifth guest was I mean, she was a woman of no particular note. Mm-hmm. So I think she was the the mère's mètresse,
1: the, ah, yes. the, the 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 mistress,
0: Mimi Gazeuse. Uh-huh. She was a she was a frothy,
1: a bubbly young woman. Well, yes. Of of, of well, certain qualities. mimi should be frothy and bubbly. And, uh, and a sixth guest. <laughs> yes. A musician in the towns, uh, Agathe the Blues. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, n-
0: named after the gem, Agathe, yes. I believe, the semi-precious gem and, and... The blouse. Yeah, okay, let's go with that. <laughs> that seems That seems fine. And it is on, I mean, Tom Bocock's
1: Eve is something that they're probably not very, very familiar no, with. Since that didn't occur until 1929,
0: wasn't it? I mean, that's, that's apparently so, when the first recorded instance yeah. uh, uh, it of it. Been, it
1: might have been around episode. in uh, 1484. Oh, very good. Very good. Your French is excellent, by, by the way. You. I fake it one week a year when I'm skiing.
0: That's how I... uh... Now, oh, 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 yes. We mentioned the Tarte de Transformation. I completely missed my opportunity to present you with the first of the dishes that we will be enjoying. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, before you get too excited... Yes. We are in the library. Mm -hmm. There is not a lot of new wildlife. No. So I've had to make do. So what we have here is the sort of paper pulp that we use to to make hard covers out of yeah, out of paperback it's, books. It's something that I that I snuck away from the uh, the book repair studio. Like you've been
1: snucking away a
0: lot. But this is for a this is for a good cause. I mean, is this I, a pastry show? It it really
1: isn't. It re- you shouldn't okay. eat these. You oh, shouldn't okay. eat these. I'm just like these are the because suggestion you, you of a kind of, pastry. So you kind of like slurp the contents out like you're having an oyster or something and just like imagine you're having a pastry.
0: Oh, you can try that. Yes, I mean, I don't think any of these glues are toxic. Let's give it a shot. Okay, and okay. mostly just use your just use your sort of imagination because it's okay. It's supposed to imagine that you were having a macaron
1: that you could eat. Very those, well. Those I, little shall, I, I shall hold this in my hand and imagine that I'm eating a macaron. I think that's the safest. That's, okay, I think that's, it's delicious.
0: Oh, oh, <laughs> thank you, thank you. I'm I'm so delighted to be able to share this with you on on Tom Bourke's Eve. So. Miss McCaffrey vanishes into the kitchen, mm-hmm. creating an air of
1: mystery, as most good cooks like to do. Also, you don't always want to know what goes into the dishes, you know? It's like, yeah,
0: you don't want to know how the sausage is yes, made.
1: that's the one. Les saucites. Uh, yeah,
0: that's a little French a word. a French
1: sausage, which is actually a sausage uh-huh. stuffed with intestine. Wait, but the outside yes. is intestine. And the inside is intestine as well. So it's all just... Yes. Intestine all and the way... And like herbs and spices and... But it's... see, see there. That's the
0: problem solved. This is why people... I mean, okay, I'm a little bit squeamish about eating mm-hmm. invertebrates, but I yeah. know that as a child, I really enjoyed escargot, the, yeah. uh, the, the the French snails, which, yes. I mean, you'd think are gross, but they're like super washed and they were and they were fed yeah. a dimes of cleansing herbs. And then
1: they were cooked with a bunch of butter and garlic. Yeah. That's basically their carriers for whatever else. They were a need. butter
0: and garlic delivery platform. Mm-hmm. And that makes them delicious. So, like, whatever you do, like, as long as you, no. as, as long as you spice them correctly. Yeah,
1: it looks like it. a sausage and then you cut it and you can see all the little wrinkles and layers of the, uh, So it's like a cigar. It's, it's like an
0: edibles. It. Mm, Except slightly,
1: slightly lower resolution. <laughs>
0: So the first thing that she brings onto the table after all these guests, and let's just uh, remind ourselves: there's uh, Agathe Zebleuse, the yeah. uh, the musician. Mm-hmm. There's the Alain l'intérieur the interior designer. There's uh, uh, Anagram, the writer. Mimi Gazeuse, the mistress. Peter Piper, kind of a mysterious, like local yes. local rake. Can we
1: say? Take- might on the show, <laughs> hmm,
0: let's find out. Uh, and uh, and and Frère Jacques, the uh, the, the, the honoured guest of yes. the mayor, are treated to, I mean, what we know as our favourite dish from Tom Babcock's Eve, stargazy pie. Mm. Now, this is something that I can treat you to. I yes. have made for us a stargazy pie as it is served on Tom Babcock's Eve in Mousehole in Cornwall, England. And here it is. It is a pie made with uh, a potato and egg and whole fish and as you can see the fish are facing outward Uh, the heads are still intact and gazing at the stars so i would say dig in lovely where did you find the fish so you said there weren't any salmon in the water cooler yes I found where the salmon are. Oh, where are they? It's a sort of like waterfall y kind yes. of thing. Like there's a, uh, there's a, there's a little pond. I'm not entirely sure where the salmon come from, yeah. but they come up from this little waterhole yes. and then they, and then they jump up the, uh, uh the sort of, the sort of waterfall y thing. Yes. And then they go, I mean, fish I couldn't ladder. reach that high, so I yeah. don't, I don't know exactly where they, oh, where they go. Okay. But yeah, I found at least a transit point for the, for the salmon. So right. I know that that's the wrong fish. Is that the southern atrium? Well, it was an atrium. I mean, yeah. there was sunlight coming, Sounds coming about down. Right. Yeah. But I, I don't know whether that's like the ledge of B deck or if it was even higher.
1: Maybe you can show me some other day when we can have a look
0: around. Uh, certainly, once remember. we get back on the 303 yes. three and, and, and and tricycle around. This looks absolutely fantastic. Smells really nice. It's a peculiar. Big fan of potatoes. An egg and and fish. And they are sort of looking all over the place because yeah, well, the eyes are still in there. That's why it's called is, stargazing yes. pie.
1: I mean, I did once ask my table mate to turn his plate around because his lobster was looking at me. This
0: pie has everyone utterly captivated because. And McCaffrey is a magical cook so yeah. when she
1: makes a stargazy pie you can see the constellations reflected yeah, in the eyes God, of the it's full
0: of stars yes and, and and an indeterminate amount of time passes and then mm-hmm. the guests sort of sort of blink awake and look around and they find that the mayor isn't moving anymore yes sitting at the at the head of the table is a dead mayor, mm. and appropriately, lightning flashes outside, and uh, thunder strikes. Yes, yes, all that yes, sort of all the, all the, yes, all the all the all the, yes. the usual, and it becomes a murder mystery, one of those cozy murder mysteries ah, where, yes,
1: when everybody f- needs to figure out who done it, it must have been someone in this very room. So yeah, the mayor is dead, and
0: now it needs to be investigated. Anne McCaffrey, like so many of my aunts, when they find themselves in a in a, in a weird situation, immediately express an opinion, define a plan. Take control.
1: Yes. Start I'm cooking c- the next dish.
0: Exactly. So she, she sort of seizes the authority. No one leaves here until we find out who did it, who done who did it. it,
1: Yes. naturally.
0: And I will detect and reveal the culprit by through... Desserts. Yes. Yes, exactly, exactly. Tuck into your stargazzy pie, by the way. Oh, the, thank you, The, yes. the, 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 the fish I, heads I, I, I and, the, and, the, and the pies.
1: I'm just going to leave the heads. I mean, I'm... Really? and we throw those in the soup pot and then we have fish soup tomorrow oh oh that's a nice way to do it why well, waste good protein there's good flavour so in them not going to be much protein in eyes
0: eyes is there oh my goodness eyes are some of the most nutritious parts of a, of, oh, of a okay. body of an animal that you can eat I mean just consider how much of your body's resources are devoted to your eyes like mm. your, your whole skull is designed to protect your, your, your eyes it is one of the fastest regenerating tissues it's just swimming in construction
1: material and nutrients isn't that, well, isn't that in one of the James Bond movies, I think. Oh, is it? Octopussy, when he's oh, like, uh, I think it's in India, and he's being in a palace, and he gets like served a sheep's head. The His host kind of like reaches over, and he plucks out the eye of the sheep's head, and he eats it right in front of him.
0: I, d- I do remember, obviously, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Yeah, ooh, eyeball soup. Eyeball soup, yes, <laughs> yes. Mm, wow, that movie is in. like super insensitive. Yes, it yes, does not really, hold up. And no. also, I object to that movie on the principle that our hero Heroes don't advance the plot. Our heroes don't discover the evil thuggy uh, until no, yeah. they only discover it because an assassin is sent into their rooms. Like if no move had been made to uh, attack our yes, heroes, they wouldn't have known. Nobody they would have, never have noticed. noticed. Yeah, they they absolutely they didn't follow any clues. They didn't discover
1: anything. Yes. They get attacked clumsily. So ugh. okay, so uh, food happens.
0: Yes, which is the I mean to say, food happens. Kind of undersells the value of food true, in this true, in, the, true, in this true, book true. because uh, it is through the various dishes that she that she presents she's also examining the various ways in which the the mayor could have been killed mm. firstly of course by the the poisoning of the herring brine now as a Dutch person I yes. recognize that because brined herring is kind of a delicacy oh, over yes. here. Well, a delicacy is even a hard
1: thing to say it's street food I do love myself a good new herring
0: uh, it depends on the year so like well, yes, but for but our for our readers at home a common Dutch street food is brined herring it is uncooked it may be up to all over a year old because sometimes... Like, the herring season is not so good, and then last year's herring is better. And if someone still happens to have a couple of tubs of brined herrings that they can then serve raw on it, mm. how do you prefer them?
1: How do you, like, well, if they're whole actually, and tail if, on? If they're actually new, I don't care. For traditional, I can do, it like, I'm dangling it by the tail and then bite it off or I have it, like, if yes, I like, please the, the off, oh, the, the, I'll have them cut it up. That's Amsterdam style. Is it? yeah. it's, it's all about the taste. So, so if, if it's, it's, it's actually new herring and it's nice and fresh, then I will have it plain. If it, yes. it's the one that's been like sitting around in a vat for of brine for a year then i will have it with uh, raw onions and pickles it's it
0: depends i'm a, on I'm a slut for the little diced onions well and yes a, and me a few too pickles, i love that so. as
1: well but if it's like if it's actually a really good year and the herring is actually new and fresh then i will take, oh yeah then, you then i will straight take straight up raw a little bit further into the season then definitely go with the onions and the and the little and the pickles
0: so I was very impressed with Anne McCaffrey when she immediately eliminated the the idea of of a herring brine. Oh, and by the way, I've I've uh, I've got a cup of. I probably maybe don't drink it. Yeah. I, I I treated some of the glue from yes. the book repair studio, and I think I made it non toxic and I salted it a little bit. Like you can uh-huh. take a little sip, and it sort of tastes like like fish juice, sort of herring brine. <laughs> well, okay, so I said just a little sip. Yeah. Okay, and that should it's be that should be flavorful. Okay. Oh, thank you, thank you. I'm glad you enjoyed that. I'm glad yes. you enjoyed it. There's a there's a whole tankard full. Oh, like, good. If you'd like let's, some more, no, let, let's save that for an occasion. That's a great idea. But yeah, she just quaffs down a whole like. Pint of uh, uh, herring brine to show that mm. the herring's fine. And so they all tuck yes. into the, the herring and wash it down with their uh, tankards of salmiaki, the. Uh, Finnish uh,
1: licorice flavored booze, isn't
0: it? Yeah! Normally served in very, very small quantities <laughs> and very, very cold because it, it's super black and salt. I mean, it's essentially the next sort of palate cleanser, mm. the Amuse Bouche. I sort of related to that. This is a bit of a long story. No. Which is weird for. Uh, An episode that's already running this long But let's let's just see how it's going Um the long story short is I hung out with the mayor of Nagasaki and a bunch of other people from, from Nagasaki. Okay, yeah. that's the long story short. I was having dinner with them, and they were in the Netherlands, because Nagasaki is the sister city of a Dutch city called Amstelveen, which is not where I'm from, but I was there. So all of all of this sort of <laughs> came together, and our counterparts from, from Nagasaki presented us with real Japanese akendi, because they had excellent English, yeah. and we from the from the Dutch delegation of, of young people yeah. had not been informed that this would be a thing. So we said, ah, yes, we also got candy for you. And then very quickly, two of us distracted the three of them and one of us, me, quickly N- ran downstairs and looked for the nearest vending machine. And what the fuck is Dutch here? Ah, I know, super duper salt licorice. Oh. And they said, oh, thank you. We will keep this and <laughs> and share it with our family. Yes. Gotcha. Um, super diplomatic. Yeah, I mean, Japanese are gold about that kind of thing (laughs) and then I gave some to the mayor of Nagasaki and like this is a, a formidable man so he immediately took it and he sniffed it and he looked at me and then he ate it anyway. Yeah. And never have I seen a man so completely hide his disgust <laughs> until I offered him a second piece. And then it was, oh, no, thank you. No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm on a diet, yeah.
1: Because it is a particular flavor. It I mean, I think it's… a acquired taste. Although it, it's very territorial. There seems to be like a line which runs like somewhere east-west through the southern part of the Netherlands or maybe Belgium. Right, yeah. And it's north of the up, Rhine, north of that… Then you like salt licorice. And, and I think yeah. it's good for Germany as well. Well, the Rhine runs north south in most of Germany. No, oh, does it? Yeah, it kind of does. Though.
0: I'm learning so much more than I'm learning from the literal atlases that I'm serving these dishes on. Yes, I actually brought some oh. uh, salt licorice for you. Oh, lovely. Yeah, now this you can you can totally I mean it is the salt licorice pieces that were in my pocket when I oh, first made my way oh, into your l- life. I
1: thought that was sugar but that's lint. Okay, it's lint. L- that's fine. It, no, it's, it's lint okay.
0: and, and and probably about a year's worth of age.
1: It's maybe a little bit hard and dry, but it'll still be salty and sugary and licoricey. Exactly yes. exactly
0: so as everyone is quaffing a uh, salmiaki from their their tankards and noticing that uh, much like the the salmiaki itself it's turning their skin black which they, they, they seem to rather enjoy like mm-hmm. it's, a, it's, a, it's a rather cool sort of effect yeah. but they sort of become almost almost obsidian she jumps on them with the the next dish with coche, which is corn smut. Corn smut. Yes. Now this is a Mexican dish, yeah. um, and I've tried to approximate it because it is a fungus that grows. It is essentially like bad corn, yeah. where you scrape the badness off and then you serve it as a, a, a
1: as a delicacy. Oh. No, you just. So we're I, back on the. Uh, so I
0: scraped some mold off uh, some of the the old discard pile of uh, hardbacks that have oh, been cut yes. off. Good. And so yes, here is a a festering heap of fungus that. Hmm. But please enjoy, please enjoy. There's only okay. enough for one person, and as my as my beloved guest, ah. I, I do insist that you uh, okay. that you enjoy. Thank you. You're Thank welcome. you. are welcome. Isn't it? <laughs> Thank you. I mean, it's a it's, it's a pungent flavour, right? Very much. It sort of it sort of smells like blue stilton cheese. Yes, it doesn't taste like it. How would you describe it? Because I actually haven't um, I haven't I haven't indulged. Oh. It. I wanted to make sure that there was enough for my guests yes. to enjoy.
1: How would they say it in French? The fromage de pied, I think is a good <laughs> way to uh,
0: <laughs> Oh, okay. So, yes, yes, les pieds d'athlète, yes, the, uh, the, <laughs> the, the
1: the feet of the athlete. Yes.
0: And here she brings out her first piece of evidence. Ah. And there's another appropriate flash of uh, uh, of lightning from outside. Mm. The bloody salo spork. Yes. Sallow, uh, of course, uh, is the Ukrainian delicacy. Yes. That is essentially
1: lard. Yes, but spiced lard or spiced.
0: Because Ukrainian food, oh, oh, it is so greasy and fatty and mm. delicious, but very well controlled. And despite being so calorically rich, it is a credit to how, how fit and like outdoorsy. Our uh, well, various Ukrainian you, friends yeah, if are you're uh, like a
1: living farmers' life. Then, yeah, they,
0: they 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 eat this rich food, and then they do sports, and then they uh, oh, they they, God, they go out climbing mountains, and they are so fit and beautiful. Well, yes, Ukrainian people are so hot. Mm, cool. mm. But yes, salo is a, is is such a lovely treat, and it's and it's usually served either in chilled slices or paste that you can eat with bread, uh, and it's served with know, like it
1: sounds like something you chop garlic or. Sage. For some reason, I'm, I'm thinking the word sage really that
0: sounds probably very good. This sallow spork. For some reason, that's what they eat sallow with there yes. instead of instead of like toothpicks to to pick up the little slices. Yeah, I mean, sporks are pretty good. Although it it's just like Although, it is one section of a, a really complicated Venn diagram yes. where you have what else do you have? You have the knork. The kn- yeah, the knife. Wait,
1: hold no, on. Did, did, you yes. <laughs> yes. Kay, did you just say knife? Yes.
0: okay, Did you like just say knife? Like that was knife. a thing?
1: Yes. Do you know the Swedish word for knife? Knive. I think it's also the, the, the local t- t- French dialect, knief. Like, is it? Yeah, I think so, yeah. From your neck of the woods yeah, in the, in the Netherlands. Is, yes, you're, knief, yeah. you're,
0: oh, yes, I have some sallow for yes. you. It is made from
1: pork oh, livers. Okay. But I was expecting worse. But I've I've sampled some of this myself. I mean, Fat fa- fatty bookworms. Yes, yeah. exactly, exactly. Have they been force-fed Pulp Fiction? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. You understand correctly? Yeah, because I mean, it Very is fascinating, but not really like
0: exactly, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's it's not hard to force feed a bookworm. Like you just provide them with books, and poof, yeah, off they, they, they go, go yeah. Uh, you've just got to make sure that you've got a bullet catcher
1: so that they don't yeah, make a bit sure of they're, po- they're pointing in the right direction. They go through the right shelf. So, oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. So it's been, it's been all Raymond Chandler and the novelization of various uh, Quentin mm. Tarantino films. The uh, book after the novelization of the... Yes. <laughs> I, have some, I have some bad memories yes. of novelizations of films based on books. So um, I, I didn't mind sacrificing those mm. to, uh, uh, to give these bookworms a... Uh, Good uh, on you yeah yes. a, a pleasant life before before rendering them into this into this sallow uh, and i've got some some crackers left over from my rations uh, that we can just enjoy uh, no chopped garlic uh, alas but ah. i did find these 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 other fungi and 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 molds uh, and i did try to fry those up a little bit oh, so it's,
1: this this it's, actually it's, might it's, be palatable it smells very fragrant and it's like well, i think it's the best one so far hey yes that's a <laughs> compliment. yes exactly uh, I, I,
0: I think so uh, so and McCaffrey at this point brings out her next piece of uh, uh, evidence another yes. another tool so aside from the sallow spork there is the moose nose jellier <laughs> the
1: canadian delicacy of jelly moose noses yes uh, they do require specific tools well i don't really understand why but i mean it's one of those things where it becomes if you I want to jelly
0: a moose nose yeah. you want a good moose nose jellier i mean i'm with alton brown i
1: don't like unitaskers
0: so how would you how would you approach this you need to jelly a moose nose what um, do you
1: do i think it, like, any kitchen whizzy blendy type thing you like pulse it a few times in the kitchen machine and then uh, add your I jellying agent know.
0: I don't know that the moose noses are at all affected by the jellying process. I think you just sort yeah. of gelatin wash and then gelatinize
1: them. Well, I mean, gelatinization is yeah. turning cartilage into a gelatin, basically. Oh, does the
0: gelatin come from the moose noses itself? Yeah,
1: I guess exactly. noses have lots noses of cartilage. Are... Yeah. Slow application of heat and mm-hmm. cooking, and it turns the cartilage into gelatin.
0: And that's the whole gelatinization process. If any of our Canadian readers at home have enjoyed this particular tweet please tell us about it you can Jelly- find us at covermyasscast at gmail.com you can tweet at us at, at covermyasscast on on Twitter but then people will know
1: that you're from Canada and uh, that you've eaten jellied moose nose jellied nose Right. So, Miss McCaffrey. Miss I think she was married. McCaffrey. Hey. Mistress. Mistress She's McCaffery. a, yeah, no, yeah. She's good. a grandmaster. No, a very good. Mistress, Mistress, Mistress McCaffrey. That is correct. She uh, basically comes out, and, like, there's a little bit of accusations i thrown around, and she's about to uh, accuse uh, Peteur piper when the next dish is being served. Ah, yes. Uh, it's the tête de veau, except when the dish is revealed, it's not tête de veau. It's tête de invité, and the invité is peteur, whose head seems to have been boiled boiled Up and is the second victim yeah, of tonight's murderer.
0: That was just astonishing. I mean, no one was more
1: astonished than Peter Piper himself. And looking there with his like shocked expression on his face, like how did I end up in the stew? Yes, exactly. Yeah. Because it uh, uh, Ted devo is, is of course uh, feels head. head. Yeah, feels yes, head. Yeah.
0: exactly. Which is the boiled head of, of one of the guests. I mean, this is kind of a
1: gruesome. Oh book. yes. So it turns out that he can't have done it, because uh, he still might have done the first one, but he certainly didn't do the second one. No, or he really caught himself by surprise. Yeah. This evidence is quite compelling. Like, and now there were five. Yeah,
0: uh, uh, We've still got Frère Jacques. Amazing how none of these characters have really played into the story so far. They're all sort no. of recipients of Mistress McCaffrey's. I do like that. Yes. Mister McCaffrey's excellent cooking it is it is Mimi Gazeuse who at this point like jumps up and says this is a farce there is no conspiracy here we are not being being accused and she grabs the uh, flammkuchen
1: burner ah yes um, I do love a good flammkuchen oh yes the the German sort of flat it's, it's got a German name but it's like it is is French. it French yes. flammkuchen uh, flam- 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 yeah flame yeah flam- 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 kuchen- flam- kuchen- bread. yeah yeah, it's, it's, it's more like it's bread. It's basically pizza. North European pizza for the for the readers at home who aren't aware with Flamkuchen. It's basically a pizza dough uh-huh. uh, spread with creme fraiche, mm-hmm. on top of which you put caramelized onions and lardons. Isn't pizza like usually leftovers? Like you it, uh, historically, it probably, was, it probably was originally, but now yeah,
0: that's um, why you have like. Pizza Napolitana, thats yeah. like the, the the diet of common families in in Naples—would mm. have had this leftover which, on a Friday,
1: which I don't quite understand because it requires a very hot oven to bake in, and like ovens were not a common thing in those in the days, you know. Not Even every, in Italy, yeah, not everybody had an oven. I mean, their bakers had an oven, you know. Ovens are like they—they're they, big. They, they they cost a lot to build because that requires a lot of stone. They, they, they require a lot of fuel yeah. to heat up. To uh, yes,
0: you you've mentioned the sort of North African uh, yes.
1: tradition of
0: of using the furnaces of the bathhouses yes. as a communal oven where exactly. you put your amphora. Yeah.
1: Like houses didn't have ovens until I don't know when. Like when when that huh. started coming in. I Interesting. Think I that was like eighteen hundreds or something. I, I wonder we, if
0: it maybe it was a restaurant thing. I mean, you yeah. would have had restaurants there. Like. I related so much more to the classical cultures of the Aztecs or the Incas or the Romans or the Greeks or the Egyptians or the – once I realized they all had
1: street food. Ah, yeah, yeah. Of course there was going to be someone selling food because there's always going to be people who are hungry, yes.
0: Yeah, yeah. You, you, You walk half a day to the market, you're going to want some snacks while you're there. Yeah. And and someone's going to cook up a hot meal so that you've got a full belly
1: while you walk back with whatever it is and that you, like, that you is, went out to and, get. But, and the thing is, like if you don't sell it, you have food to feed your family. Mm-hmm. You either have money to buy th- food and uh, other things with, or you have the food you didn't sell, which yep. is now yep, yep. your family's dinner. It's <laughs> I would
0: love to try some Roman street food. Uh, mm. I mean, I've seen the, I've seen the jokes, mm, of course. Garum. From
1: sorry, garum, garum, yes. What did you just say? Garum. It's What's their seasoning. It was like a basically rotten fish sauce. I mean, we eat like sardines. Yeah, but it's, it's basically fish, fish guts, salted and left to ferment. Okay, well, there's probably safe. <laughs> okay, uh, so I'm, I'm kind of imagining Worcester sauce. Really, it's probably, good, <laughs> which I love. It's just great. <laughs> Uh,
0: we're down to
1: a, 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 small number. I mean, we've we're got... We're having we've got an extra long Tom Balcock's Eve episode, I And think. taking
0: a very long time to, to get to the point. But that's okay, that's okay. Like, cookbooks are allowed to take their time to, Absolutely. to get to yeah, the point. Totally. And serve it forth by Mistress Anne McCaffrey is, 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 is no different. Fine example. At this point, she has, she has four suspects. Mm-hmm. A l'intérieur, the interior yes. decorator who... You might be in on it. Yeah, yeah. We've got uh, Agathe the Blues, yep. the, the musician. Sure. Now, I never suspect uh, uh,
1: okay. an artist. Unless they have a bone to pick with you, then... Yeah.
0: Anna Graham, I mean, she she must have been a self-insert. Like, she's she's never going to be it. Like, she's a writer.
1: Yeah. Sticking her nose in, like, and, like, asking the weird questions. Yeah. The mistress would have
0: the, the most motive. But Mimi Gazeuse, she's... She's already out. Like she yeah. got, she got hoisted by her own petard. Like her, uh, uh, her flamkuchen burner exploded in her yeah. hands, and she was taken out. Uh, Peter Piper, the one mystery, it's kind of leaves, leaves
1: Jacques. So now, why would, why would the priest? To have a grudge with the mayor
0: it's hard to imagine because the the clergy and the and the i'll keep them dumb uh, capitalists and the priests yes where 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 economic slash political slash aristocratic and like divine power were mm. separated wink wink often within the, the same family yeah. so she delivers like a one-two punch in, mm-hmm. in in proper french tradition like she starts with the coupe de foudre which is a bit of a french pun yeah.
1: uh, foudre
0: Foudre. So foudre, coup, I mean, coup de foudre yeah. is like a thunderclap. So oh, that, and, yes. and coup is a, is is a cup. Yeah, so yeah, it yeah. delivers an ice cream that is like a it is like a thunderclap. And mm. this is how you describe like love at first sight. Oh. Coup de foudre, like the thunderclap, the sudden revelation. And so as everyone eats this delicious dish, oh oh, I, I should I should add this is essentially just undried out paper mâché, but it is just
1: wet paper mâché.
0: Yeah, so it's it's is like it's, paper paste. and, and sweetened? And, and, and well, I've got some sugar packets. It is very cool. Oh, you got those from the cafeteria,
1: didn't you? Yes.
0: I, I, yes, and I carried them along with me for, uh, for this moment. I think Again, they got
1: wet at some point because it's what, no, no. I've
0: been cycling all this time and obviously getting very sweaty, and that's why it's all wet. Mm-hmm. The coupe de foudre, this ice cream that – please don't eat that, by the way. I'm oh. pretty sure that the glue is toxic. Thank you. you can I'll, lick, it against I'll lick your, the
1: sugar packet. Yeah, you can Thank press against you, your teeth. because it's, chin, delicious. it's, it's light, sweet, it's nice and cool. Yeah, okay. How did I you do cool mind. I just kept it in the salmon water. Okay, yes, let's for go a with a while. that.
0: <laughs> the coupe de foudre, and everyone is, is is sort of swooning with 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 newfound Delighted love. I sort of sparks flying between Agathe de Blues and Alain Trier. Yes,
1: they do have like a bit of a thing going between them.
0: And uh, uh, Frère Jacques was eyeing uh, uh, An- Anagram, but obviously Anagram no, only had eyes it, for... Oh, no,
1: no, you're of the clergy, it can never be and therefore it shan't. Besides, I mean, she felt the spark with Anne McCaffrey. Anagram, yes. Anne McCaffrey, Ooh. Yes, Writers amongst themselves.
0: And that's when, when Anne McCaffrey dropped like the hammer, the, yes. the, the
1: final dish. The bombshell.
0: Uh, which bomb i provided for you here. Yes, where, uh, where, oui, oui. c'est vrai, c'est vrai. Uh, the, uh, like, it is a tiny thimble full of uh, this, this creamy white fluid that is for you. It may, it may smell familiar. Uh, it's a little, <laughs> yes. And that was hmm. beaucoup de foudre. Uh-huh. This is a particular feature in French where you, uh, falling in love is coup de foudre, uh-huh. whereas coup de foudre is a cum shot, Yes,
1: yes. Cheers. Bottoms up! Cheers. Bottoms up! <clears throat> Off we go. Mm. Yes. Merry Merry Tom Bawcock's Eve, everyone. Merry Tom Bawcock's Eve. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's right. You oh, Sticks not yeah. the tongue. It's a very rich kind of. Uh, ah, I mean, it has, definitely rich. has a little bit of the cook himself in it. See, I
0: like to put a little bit of myself in every dish go. that yes. I that I prepare. <sighs> And it is, and it's with this 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 final dish that Anne McCaffrey overwhelms her
1: guests. her guests. Yes, mm-hmm. Mistress McCaffrey grabs her Tarte transformation and grabs one of the waiters who is standing around and stuffs the tart into his face, oh, uh, yeah. forcing him to like regress to Peter piper again. Uh, oh. who actually used one of the tarts before to like change places with the waiter yes uh, yes and cut off his head and put it in the stew in the uh, everyone's attention hall, and uh, eliminating himself, himself from, from suspicion a, as a go- uh, yes uh, and by force feeding him the tart again she reverts him to his original form and reveals him to be the villain of the story peter piper peter piper who, who who's peppers peppers no
0: those of our readers at home who speak french probably enjoy that more than than probably the anyone first. else. <laughs> yes. I have no idea whether we have
1: French-speaking listeners. No, 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 not right,
0: we'll find out after after this episode. And hey, who knows? Those of us who, who who don't speak French, I hope I hope it was still enjoyable. That we still got to enjoy it's some, it's some it's of the it's it's in, imaginary French cuisine. That we because yeah, even though, like the French, even for those of us who perhaps prefer vegetarian food or vegan food. Mm. There is a lot in in French cuisine that deals with le, les légumes, the, the the vegetables. Oh yes, I le fruit, think legumes are beans. Legumes, But when you say it in English, like a legume is bean, bean, yes, like that's which one. includes like peanuts. They're also legumes and not not nuts. Nut. Yeah,
1: totally. But neither are walnuts. Walnuts aren't nuts, are yes, they? Yes, they are. Are you sure? They're fruits, oh, they're fruit, aren't they?
0: Yeah, they something like that.
1: Yeah. I mean, even in English, like, a vegetable is not a botanic or a... Uh, uh, bot- no, it's a culinary difference. It's a And that's the whole argument. Like, like tomatoes. Fr- yeah, tomato is a fruit, not a vegetable. Because it's, cause it's got like, a seed... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's but fruit is a botanical term. And yeah, but like, it's, even a, it's, it's even a culinary functional one. thing. Like, a banana is not a fruit. It isn't, I mean... Yes, strawberry is not a fruit. Oh, isn't it? No, yeah, it's uh, because it's got those little speckles on the strawberry. Wait, hold on, oats. no,
0: hold on. The difference between fruit
1: and berry... Oh, that's the one,
0: yes. Yeah, a berry is supposed to be eaten and that's then pooped the out yes. by an animal, and then
1: the poop becomes the fertiliser. Yes. And versus a fruit is supposed to just fall, fall and rot, and that becomes the fertiliser.
0: So that's why bananas are berries. Oh, yeah. And perhaps those strawberries are because I I think
1: pineapples are berries. What? Yeah, I think, but they're so hostile. I, they're to it's like, yeah, they're very clusters, which like each one of those little spikes oh, is really? supposed to be. Yeah, I think that's like it is. A, a it story. is a yes.
0: fascinating. It is a fascinating world. Kay, I've got to. I've got to say, this is probably the, the longest, the running longest running review that we've done of any book so uh, far. Yes. And hey, speaking of how long we've done these reviews, uh-huh. this is our fifty-second episode. We've done a full calendar year <laughs> of what these episodes. It? Yes, I've, I've, I've got to say, it's been an it's amazing been, time. Yes, even. though... So I, I, dearly miss my family and my freedom and and whatever else of the of the this, fading memories I have of life outside this is library.
1: Well, well appreciated.
0: This last year with you has been has been wonderful, and ha- I've learned so much about orbital dynamics. <laughs> is a big one, yeah. and nuclear. You yeah, the play, history you play of nuclear KSB
1: power. Learn a lot more. Yeah, as soon as I get access to a computer, maybe I I will. I'll I'll think about bringing you a laptop, but I'm afraid of what you'll do to it. (laughs) Or with it, for that matter. <laughs> doing this, doing these reviews with you
0: has been has been such a, it's been such an enriching experience, and I'm so glad that we've been able to share this. this oh, thank this you.
1: I I thought I'm very glad that you suggested doing this, and like, yeah, it's been an experience. Uh, yeah, so it. it's been a yeah a, a, a fine point uh, focal point in the week. Well, it's not always been the same point in the week. Well, and it's an, not always been the same, same week, week, or has it? Oh, has it? So I think we should rate this book. <laughs> Wait, hold on. The book didn't finish. We didn't figure out who done it. Yes, we did. It was Peter Perd P- P- who like used the oh, was transformation <laughs> tart to like oh, yes, kill right. the waiter and like do the head thing. <laughs>
0: yes, that's right. It was the, it was it was Piper. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's right. Never mind. Okay, how are we gonna rate this okay. book? Don't two say out of three
1: Michelin, th-; Michelin stars.
0: What a feather in the cap of Mistress Anne McCaffrey, who has already won so many justly deserved rewards I'm really looking forward to reading some of her work. Oh, because
1: I've enjoyed all these recipes that yes. you presented in the uh, I in think I actually have a few comics based on the Pern series out somewhere here in the library. Oh, that'll be fun. I mean, that's a, that's a fairly decent review. I would say so. I mean, even, I mean, one, even Michelin star one Michelin is exactly. star is an so.
0: incredible accomplishment. So, yeah. hey, kudos to, uh, to Mistress Mistress McGaffrey, and, yeah. Mrs. McGaffrey. And what
1: do we have in store for our readers next week? Yes. Next week's book is by Don Mikkelbast. Ooh. The Boy with the Troll Dick, a fairy tale from Eggersand. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Thank you for this last whole year For joining us at Cover My Ass Where baffling books are reviewed But not read by yours truly
1: My name is Kaki And I'm Kay And remember We, we only, only judge a book, book its cover,
0: cover. Holy <laughs> shit We have never <laughs> Ever never gone understand. this long It's amazing yeah. I love this um, so much I have two fried up whole it's bookworms it's How about we tuck in And have ourselves a proper Tom ball that sounds
1: like a good one
0: Hell yeah. Good way to sound off you. here. You pull the absent and let's